welcome back to episode six of Memories by Marie. I'm your host and my name is Kim. And today's episode is going to be about Buster's father. I think sometimes when we're young, we see things with the naive eyes of our youth. We don't see a whole picture. We can't see a whole picture. We haven't had enough life experience to do that yet. But in every circumstance, whatever that looks like, there's a whole picture. And sometimes it can be distorted. Sometimes it can be confusing. And I think that Buster's confusion in what happened to the Shane children begins when he has a look at his own family and in particularly his own father and Buster has come home because his father has passed away and I think that a lot of the times we see in other people what we don't want to see in ourselves and I think that he only saw his father as a provider and someone who told him what to do and took a switch to his butt when he needed it. He didn't see him as a man. And in this episode, we're going to see that Buster is going to see his father as a man. And he might not like what he sees. So welcome back to Memories by Marie. This is episode six. Pa never made much money, but he sure was respected around this town. He was the first to help you out when you needed a hand, whether it was building something, or in the case of Anna Shane and the missing kids, looking and searching night after night with no thank you of any kind. I remember how my mom had packed up the lunch for him, even when the others had given up in the, on the search and the dog and could find no no trace of them anywhere. Pa did not stop looking. Even after the dog was found, he just kept searching. He did that for weeks on end. It was only when my mom told him that they were gone and we needed him here that he finally gave up. And giving up broke his heart. Though he couldn't do any more, he had gone and promised Anna Shane that by morning we'll have them. I promise you that. She had hugged him and believed him. We all knew that she didn't blame him when they didn't get found, but he blamed himself. Mom would tell him, Darling, you did all you could. We all did but he would rub his shaggy beard and look at her and say, well, I guess my good ain't good enough, darling. And I sure wouldn't want anybody to give up so easily if it had been our boy. He would gaze at her and blow his nose. And I would say if I'd seen a man cry, which I'd never did, that my pa cried for the Shane kids. He had a tender heart. I guess that's why I started to dress to unimpress. And that's why he took it so hard. 
His feelings were rubbed raw by the sun that he would have searched every night and every day for. After a while, I made him feel like he was nothing but a poor farmer and that I was ashamed of him. Mum watched all this from the sidelines because she didn't want to interfere with the two of us. But one time, when I was upstairs in my room, she stood in the doorway looking at me for a while and she said, I guess I raised you wrong because your pa is one of the greatest men I know and he would give the world for you. But you're a jackass at heart and you wouldn't know a good thing if it hit you over the head. And then she turned and left. And I felt like a heel for all of about five minutes. By then I was close to 18 and ready to use my thumb to enter the world and make a better place for my living than Fox Creek and farming land. Now, it seemed like the right thing to do coming home, even though it was Pa's death that brought me here. His old car rattled back on the driveway of the Angel Landing, as if it knew its own way home. Angel's Landing was a funny place for our old place, but if I was not mistaken, Mama told me a time or two why it was named so. It had been a long time since I thought of that story. Maybe my mom had written it down somewhere in one of those papers of hers. I didn't bother to lock the car. There was nothing to steal. I heard the phone ringing as I ran into the house. I stumbled over things that I didn't remember being there and I picked up the phone. And a voice on the other end was one I would not forget. Buster, hi, it's me, Lionel. I'm sorry to hear about your pa, he said. It's Lionel, you remember me? Uh, come on, it's Lionel. I'd used to run with him when I was a kid and it was a surprise to hear his voice. Well, thank you for your consideration, Lionel. I'm sure you know we're having a memorial here at Angel's Landing for him tomorrow. Yeah, I, I heard that, Buster. And I'll be there. But I also heard you were asking about Anna Shane and them kids that went missing when we were kids. Is that so, Buster? How come? I ain't heard you were no private investigator. I'm not. I was just interested in the whole business, Lionel. I found that old photo of Max I took. Remember him? Oh yeah, I remember him. He was a vicious thing. It was that he kept us all off the wharf over over five years. I didn't know you had a picture of him, Buster. But it still don't explain why you're asking around. But being as you are, I got some stuff of Anna Shane's over here at the house. You okay, Lionel? You don't sound so good. Oh yeah, I'm fine. My lungs are, they're just getting worse all the time. I gotta give up the smoke, and the doc says. Ah, I'm not giving it up. I love it too much. I'll keep on wheezing. Uh, we got a new doctor in town, and, and he's a city doctor with new ideas and ways. Anyways, about that stuff. Anna used to rent my pa's cabin out there on the other side of Fox Creek. And when she died, he didn't know what to do with her stuff. So he brought it here. 
It's been sitting down in the crawl space all those years. You're welcome to it. The only stipulation is for you to take it all home. And if you don't want it, get rid of it for me, will ya? Because I sure don't want it. I, I do. I, I want it. Can I come and get it now? Sure. I'll put the coffee on. We'll suck and talk about old times. And the days when we were young, Buster. Me and you and all the guys. Hey, maybe I can get a hold of them. And we can kill some time on the front porch. Come on by, Buster. I'm looking forward to it. The phone clicked. Goodbyes were not necessary. And I'd already said one goodbye. Too many.